Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. What part does God play in your decision making? I'm Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. And we're here on the Inside Track on Real Estate and we thought it would be good to have an open conversation because it's often the conversation I have with you when I come to your home or when you come to my office is where does God fit into all of this decision making around selling a home or buying a home or even investing in real estate? What part and how do you navigate that? So we thought we might like to have that conversation with you. Yes, we will. So the very first piece, I think, is just um, being at peace with it. The first piece is being at peace. That's a great piece. Yeah, because if I don't have peace, then why is that? And it maybe if I don't have peace, it doesn't mean it's the wrong decision to make a move. It may mean that I just have to work through something. That I need to yeah, figure out something. You may not have something. peace because you're in a financial stress and you shouldn't be keeping the house. Right. And right. that is never fun when we find ourselves sitting with somebody. The cool part is even in the difficult conversations, we're willing to have them. Yes. Right? The difficult conversation with you, even if it's not one that you want to have, even if it's not one I want to have, if it needs to be had or it's beneficial to have that conversation, then we're going to have it. Yeah, and maybe you can keep the house. Maybe you uh, mm. just need to make some other decisions. Right. Or maybe it is the house is the wrong house for you. At this time. At this time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Ken, I know this is something that's really near and dear to your heart because every time we make any decision, we're seeking wisdom from God and we're seeking wisdom from his word and we're seeking wisdom from some wise counselors mm -hmm. and our prayer intercessors oh yes as could, well at this point don't think i could live without them you know who you are and thank you you make <laughs> a difference doesn't mean life has gotten easier it just means it is there's a confidence life in, is more impactful yeah right and there's yeah. a confidence in knowing that you're doing what you're called to do yes yeah so I guess my first point is in understanding what God, what part God plays in your decision making is to seek wise counsel. Right. And the first one is seek God. Seek right. God in your decision and then seek those around you, those that you're mm -hmm. knowledgeable about who have expertise in mm -hmm. that area or have done what you're about to do and have done it with excellence. Right. So part of the wise counselor is I would encourage you to sit down with somebody that you trust that's in the real estate industry. Whether it's us, and you already know us and trust us and like us, and we know you and trust you and like you, or whether you just you believe you do and you want to explore that. There's some real wisdom in sitting down and having an open, frank conversation. I always find it incredibly difficult when somebody calls me to their home or they come to my office and they're holding back. They're not letting me in to know what's going on. Very difficult to provide wise counsel when you have a little portion of the picture. 
We, we need don't the have, inside track. Right. <laughs> the inside track <laughs> on real estate. Yes. Yeah. We need the inside track of what's going on in your lives. And it's not because it's going to go anywhere. We owe you confidentiality. We're not going to discuss it with anybody else. Nobody will know the things that we know. We know things that we wish we didn't know. And yet, if it is there to help you and serve you and allow us to give you better counsel, then that's exactly what mm-hmm. we're going to do. Yeah, and if it- you already know somebody that you're already in relationship with that's a realtor, provided that they actually are good at what they do. It's great to have somebody that can give you good counsel and look at things from a perspective that would honor God. And if they don't help a lot of families, chances are they haven't done enough to be able to give you the counsel that you deserve. Mm -hmm. And I think we've become expert at drawing people out. Because if you get a partial truth, it's not the truth. You know that old saying, the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Right. But if you don't give the whole truth, we can't. you can't make a wise decision and we can't help you make a wise decision without the whole truth. Right. right? And then the great news is if you've got somebody that's willing to hear from God as well as you're willing to hear from God, then let's pray for unity in that situation. Let's pray that there's some... Um, agreement on what the best way forward is. And it doesn't mean that uh, we're making the decisions for you. It's never about us making the decisions. Part of getting good counsel, as far as I'm concerned, is having somebody that will give you options Mm -hmm. and lay them out for you. I just had a conversation with a new client that was introduced to us from another client, both pastors actually, and they we were on the phone and they're selling their home elsewhere and we were talking about how it wasn't going quite the way they had anticipated it would go and so I started asking some questions and she said well how would you handle it and I said well because we're in this conversation together and we're serving you here let me share how I would have the conversation with my client here and so it's really about options what are your options and normally I'm looking to find at least three viable, great options. Not necessarily six or seven or eight, although I could find you 20 sometimes. What are the three best options? And maybe sometimes we have to go to five. What are those three to five ways that we could, that you could proceed? And you're hearing me say we, and the reason you're hearing me say we is because I'm invested with you. I treat your home like it were my home, your money like it were my money, your decision, not like it were my decision, but that it counts as much as it was a decision I was making myself. So I want to lay out your options. We want to look at ideally three, and then we really want to have a discussion about the merits of all of those options. Maybe it's different every time. So I'm sort of hesitant to give you an example because now you'll be thinking only in that way. And yet... (laughs) Three options around selling a home, buying a home, or even, you know, when we're accepting an offer. What's the best way to do it? Is it best to counter high or is it best to counter low or is it best to accept it where it is? What if there's conversations after we've already sold the home and now we're having a conversation about building inspection and how to remedy some things? Again, we can usually get it down to your three best options and then let you decide from there. Makes it easier to make a decision. Well, it does. When you know what the options are. Well, you, rather than just anything could happen, mm-hmm. right? It's confusing. Mm-hmm. And so part of making decisions that are God-honoring is really avoid confusion. 
Let's get rid of the confusion. Let's get rid of the frustration. Let's get rid of the emotion even. And let's look at what are the best things that we could be doing in this situation at this time. Yeah. Now, also, I believe God wants to give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. And the reason he wants to give you the desires of your heart is that Mm. he places his desires in your heart. Right. And so anytime Mm. that you have a desire for something, there's a bit of a check. Check with the Bible and see if it's counter Mm. what the Bible says. So, for instance, let's say you want to buy a big house because... We get that um, that desire, and then we're trying to check, is that from God, or is that me wanting mm. the big house? Right. The prestige, the whatever. The... Well, whatever the reasons are, yeah. they vary. Yeah. yeah. And so then I've got to look at, okay, what's, what's God say about that? You know, if I bought it, could I continue to tithe? Mm. Could I continue to give to charity? Could I continue to give to the poor? If the answer is no, well, then that's anti-biblical. Right. So then it must be my own fleshly desire as opposed to his desire. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so that we'll look at that type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, maybe you're given the gift of hospitality. Right. And so they're, they're in a case, the gift of hospitality does not necessarily determine mm-hmm. where you have to live or how your house has to look. Because someone that's given that gift will invite people in almost no matter what. Right. And many times they're going to keep their house in a condition that it's ready to receive guests. Right. So maybe you need a guest room. Maybe you need a a bigger entertainment area, a bigger Mm -hmm. kitchen, because you're given the gift of hospitality. Right. So I'll share. May I share a personal story? Please. Okay. I know that we built our own home back 15, 16 years ago, Ken was a new home warranty builder. We did great. We loved it. And in fact, if you don't know this already, it's kind of a funny story, is our daughter and her husband actually bought the house because it was the only house the kids had really ever known that was a constant in their lives. And so they decided to buy mom and dad's house and move into the address. So it's great because if I put the wrong postal code, which I'm still doing three years later, I still get my mail. <laughs> return address i still get it it's Bonus. so cool i know it's amazing or if i do something that way i, I can still go over there and get whatever i need because they still let me come and visit and the nice thing is she helped design the house so there's right. certain aspects of the house that she just loves yeah exactly so candace had a lot of input into the home and it, in fact i would have thought it would have been her saying hey can we buy mom and dad's house in fact it was our son-in-law sasha that said we would like to buy your house. Let's figure out how to do that. And that created a whole journey of and of itself. And we are given to hospitality. It's kind of the thing we do. It's just the way we move and groove. And in fact, just the other day, I was asking one of our mentors who's known us for 25 years since the beginning of our walk and said to him, you know, what's unique about Ken and I? Like what why Why would somebody listen to us? Why would they come to us? And just having a general conversation is we're getting a better and better understanding of what we're here for. And he said, well, the first thing that comes to my mind is you always have somebody in your house. You let people move in with you. You let people live with you. You let, and I go, yeah, 
not really thinking it's anything unusual or isn't, you know, nothing for me to have 20 or 30 people over for a Sunday after church. Unexpected. And I'll make the most eclectic meal. I promise you it'll be very confusing. And yet you'll still come and you'll still enjoy it because I'm not about entertaining. It's just about being together and offering hospitality. And so when we were going to move our right size from the house that we lived in to the one that we're currently living in. As we were empty nesters. Because we were empty nesters for quite a few years. And so we clearly didn't need as much space. Right. So you would think that right size meant downsize. And yet for us, and we felt very led by God in the whole process, it was to buy a larger home. And it seems to be people host parties there. There's a theater room, Ken's Man Cave. Youth groups use it. People come and go as they basically desire whether we're home or we're not home. As long as we know that you're coming, it's a good thing. We kind of like keep a little, the neighbors want to know a little bit of what's going on. Um, And I really didn't think it's so unusual. And yet the plan was already laid for us. Because we were already living that way, and now with the amount of space we have, it's just even easier. And then it was funny, a couple of days later, I bumped into the same mentor in a hall. He was helping us at our Keller Williams Solid Rock office, and he said, so what's going on for you today? And I said, well, actually, there was a family that just moved in. They're here for a wedding. They'll be here for five days, and then my parents are coming, and they're going to go in the upstairs suite because these folks are in the lower level. And he just started laughing <laughs> because I hadn't even realized what I'd said. Of course, we're at it again. And so maybe it's not that level of hospitality. It's just knowing who you are, who God's created you to be, lets you design your house around it. That's our personal story. Yours may be very, very different, and yet it needs to align with your gifting. Yeah, that reminds me of a time we loaned our house out to a couple. Oh, yeah, we've done that more than once. And uh, they were having kind of like a... A honeymoon sort of right. thing, and and they it was were, an inexpensive cause, hotel because we were away, right? And uh, they had some friends over to watch a movie in our theater room, and the friends were going, "Oh, this is a wonderful house," and they're saying, "You know, I bet you this is a house like the Deckers would live in." <laughs> and, the, and the lady that was using our home just broke out laughing because because. <laughs> They were sitting in our house. So I don't know whether, yeah, anyway, it's just a funny. Uh, so just does it suit your gifting? Does it yeah. suit who you were made to be? Yeah, and then some people move mm. for evangelism. Yeah. I've helped people move from their, yeah. you know, fairly luxury home to a, a lower area of town. A lower know. priced. Lower priced. Yeah. Uh, less prestigious, more multicultural, Mm -hmm. and they go there on purpose to reach out, to reach out to the neighbors, to to have Mm. an impact. So their decision on buying a house is not on what they can afford, but on where God's leading them to have an outreach. Well, and to have impact and to make a difference in the world, right? To do exactly what they're called to do. So again, it comes down to gifting and purpose. Right. right. What's their purpose? What's yeah. their gifting? And it could be a larger house allows you to do that. I mean, I in a million years would not have imagined that when we became empty nesters, we would live in more space. I mean, the trick was always and the joke was always that as soon as they leave home, the kids, we were going to move. And where were we going to move, Ken? A one-bedroom condo with no forwarding address. 
<laughs> so they can't come back. <laughs> and yet, that's tongue in cheek because we love our kids. You know that our, you probably know our children work with us and are engaged in the real estate industry with us. Ryan is brilliant at the whole investment conversation. All buyers and sellers he can help, and yet his passion is in the whole investment arena. And Candice is incredibly caring and intuitive in knowing how to help both buyers and sellers really navigate the difficult journey of buying and selling. Mm -hmm. And who knew? I mean, they both said, and Candace adamantly, until about six months before she chose to become a realtor, which is almost 10 years ago now, she was adamant that she would never, ever, (laughs) ever become a realtor. She stopped saying things like that because every time she says she's not going to do something, she does it. Right. Especially when she says it with resolve. I will never X. She always does X. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome, so, actually. So, Yetta, yes. you're a woman. I You am. must love Proverbs 31 because that's like the, like the high up. Yeah attain for a woman right like right. that's the pinnacle that's the reach that's the reach right uh-huh. and the proverbs 31 woman was an investor she was yeah she considers yeah. the vineyard yeah and invests in it yeah buys it buys it yeah so it's kind of like buying real estate it is buying real estate she's buying a vineyard it's land it's a, yeah, it's a it is operating vineyard it's a business she bought a business and yeah. land right so she was an investor very cool. Uh-huh. Very cool. And we have quite a number of female investors. We do, actually, yes. that that actually own a lot of property on their own and have made incredibly wise decisions, male investors as well, and couples that invest as yeah, well. Yeah, but this is Proverbs 31 we're talking about right, right now. So I can't get confused. No. Okay. So I'll women. Stay on. We're talking about women. Okay. So it's amazing how much one person can actually do with the right counsel and the right input. Yeah. Right. And the right passion. And the right passion. You have to have passion around it. If you don't have passion around it, then don't do it. No. And if it scares you, that may not even be the deciding factor. It may mean if it scares you, it's just a matter about getting more knowledge or more education or more insight or more perspective. I just bumped into one of my clients the other day, actually. I decided to make a walk. Take a walk, make a walk. Take a walk from home to work. A walkabout. A walkabout. Decided <laughs> early in the morning at like seven something, I would come in and I would walk rather than drive because I didn't have use for the car that day. And if I did, we had the office company car at the at the office. So I decided to take a little walk. It's about 35, 40 minute walk. That walk took me two hours. Are you that slow? No, I'm not that slow. My leg was not bothering me that much. I was wearing flats, and many people have said, were you wearing your heels? No, I don't walk to work in my heels. I do wear them when I'm at work, and I tend to walk in flats. I have learned how, as you know, it's not that far from the truth that I used to do in heels. It's just been a few years since I had the broken leg. I'm thinking I should be walking in flats. Anyway, so walk to work. Connected with one of my clients that lives in the same neighborhood who's been in the home for a few years. She's been amazing. They've introduced us to other clients and we've watched their, watched them go actually from no babies and an infant to now kids that are off to university. So kind of fun. And we got chatting about real estate and investing in real estate. And it was something that she was at this point still pretty uncomfortable with. 
and yet her husband had more comfort around it. So I just encouraged her to get some more education. And then from the space of understanding, because you shouldn't invest in what you don't understand. If you don't understand it, please, please, please don't invest in it until you do understand it. Because mm-hmm. all of our bad decisions, whether in real estate or whether in other types of investment over the last 35 years of marriage, all the ones that we did not understand, many of them went south. The ones that we understood and that we took the time to learn about, we made really good decisions because we understood what we were doing. If you don't understand the product, you don't understand the, if you don't understand it, stay away from it. Like run, actually, I think it's called flee. Run. (laughs) Run and run far and run fast. So an important piece of doing things and allowing God to be involved in your decision-making is I think he wants you to understand. There's so much in Proverbs about understanding. And so including how we steward the money that he's gifted us with, we need to understand how we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Is that good? All over wisdom. Uh Uh-huh. Love it. So I think the Bible talks about God's people possessing the land. Yes. And, uh, you know, I think in the Old Testament, when they possessed the land, they came in and took it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what it was like. Uh I I think the appropriate thing to do now is is to buy it. Right. And take it that way. Right. I think so, too. (laughs) Although there's cases in the Bible where they... They would buy a burial plot or whatever and, and yeah. say, no, you can have it. And they would say, no, what's the fair price? I'll pay it. And they, they would pay the fair price for the right. land. And another thing as far as knowing what God plays in your decision making, we understand the, mm. the philosophy of putting out a fleece. Right. You know, like, okay, well, we're going to put the house up for sale. We're going to do everything in our power. If it doesn't sell, then it's God's will that it doesn't sell. And if right. it does sell, it's God's will that we're moving. And so putting that fleece forward, we understand that. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's no hard feelings if it turns out, no, God wants you to stay where you are. Then we were part of that process for you. And right. we're, we're delighted to have that relationship. Right. And, and I think that goes, that goes, it. Yeah, it goes back to really, I think, one of the first points that we were talking about is letting us in on the inside. Let us understand what's going on for you. Why are we doing this? What's the purpose? What's not the purpose? What's just going on? Because if we understand the big picture, it is much easier to navigate whatever it is you want to do and stand with you, helping you make those wise decisions, really providing input, counsel, options, insight, perspective, knowledge, expertise, which we can't do if we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's amazing what peace I see in people when mm. we pray with them. Mm. You know, sometimes it's it's around a hard decision or hard things mm. going on in someone's life. Sometimes it's a joyful situation. It's a new baby. It's a new job. It's, sometimes it's tentative. It's a move to another country or another town that you're not familiar with, another language. Right. Um, whatever is going on, we want to pray with you. If you want us to. If you want We us don't to. force you to. No. And yet it's a very common thing. Again, just a few days ago, I was on the phone with another one of my clients. Sometimes it's on the phone. Sometimes it's face-to-face. It was face-to-face with another client. And you can hear if you're paying attention. If I'm paying attention, I can hear when there's that 
that, you know, that sigh that, and it may not be audible. It just may be there's something going on. And they're just not sitting quite right with them. Well, yeah. then let's and anxiousness. just... anxiousness. And anxiousness. Yeah. And so let's just take a step back and let's just let go. First, let's have a deep breath, just because that always releases my anxieties for sure. And then let's spend some time in prayer together. And it doesn't have to be that it's a difficult situation. It can be that it's a happy situation and we just want to praise God for it. I mean, it's not always that we're seeking a particular piece of counsel or wisdom. It could just be hey, this is really awesome. So there is no deep sigh. You just know that it's the right thing to honor him and praise him for what, what's going right or even what's not seemingly going right. Because often I have found that the best answers are sometimes no. Have you ever mm. found that, Ken? I think there's a song around that, Yetta. I think there is. <laughs> unanswered prayers. <laughs> yeah, and the thank goodness of that. for yeah. unanswered prayers. Exactly. And then, uh, you know, having a team that prays with you, mm. for you, not necessarily with you, right. but for you, in the background, while we're while we're doing our our business with you, whether it be finding a house yeah. that's going to suit your needs or or sell the home that you're in right now, uh, we've got a a team. Now they're they're a team of people that aren't just prayer warriors. They're they're the people that support us. And support you. And support you. More importantly, almost. Um, all our realtors on the Decker team are. are Christians, faith-based, prayer, prayer warriors, really. Yeah. And then we also have our, our intercessory team that prays for, holds our team up. Right. So that we can hold others up. Yeah. It's quite a good progress. We're progress. Process. Is that the word I'm looking for? Process. Journey, experience, yeah. opportunity. I don't yeah. know. All those good yeah, words. Yeah, because it's interesting because this business is not a nine to five. Uh, no. No, and I'd like it to be some days. And many people look at us, our friends look at us and they go, you just wear me out because the number of hours you work or the, the, the rate at which you, you move yeah. and the things that we do. But I think the Lord's joy mm -hmm. is our strength. Right. And when we are in our, our niche, we're in our mm -hmm. gift zone where we're helping people. Mm -hmm then God strengthens us. Right. So as we're moving forward together, it is awesome. It's so exciting to be able to journey with you. It's a privilege. It's an honor. And um, even the hard ones, because there are lots of hard moments, mm -hmm. um, are sweet somehow. Because we know we're doing what we're called to do and that we're encouraging you to do what you're called to do in relation to that move. Yeah. Or stay. Or stay, yeah. Which sometimes the answer is stay, not go. And we celebrate just as much, actually. Yeah. It's actually less work for us. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you decide you're staying. <laughs> That's an angle we never thought about. So it's really never too early to have a sit down with you. And you're welcome to come and sit in the office first. I have a client right now that's just not ready to have anybody into her home because it's just not in a condition that makes it ready. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter. I can see past anything. I just want to serve you and help you. And yet she's going to come to the office to sit down and have the conversation. So God plays a significant role in all of our decision making. And if it does in yours as well, there's an alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really, if you want a realtor 
that understands what part God plays mm -hmm. in your decision making and wants to support you in that, yeah. then we're the right call. Make the call. 613-860-4663. That's 613-860-4663. And, and let's explore. Yeah, well, let's explore what God has in store for you.